0: Hey guys. Well, hey guys. Welcome to the Ramon Foster show starring Ramon over there in Hendersonville, Tennessee. I'm Dan Kovacevic in downtown Pittsburgh of DK Pittsburgh sports. I just came back from Steelers practice. what Would you just come back from
1: man? I've had two doctors visits today, man. One for my finger as you guys will see here. And Uh-oh. I, in- oh my gosh, oh, dude, I was in so much pain. It's probably the worst pain I was in since I played. Oh this right here. Oh my
0: God. I'm afraid to God. ask.
1: I'll tell you about it later. No, no, seriously. Okay. I had to get it drained. It's infected, oh. and I don't know where it came from. He was like, maybe it, it a hang. And he cut in between my cuticle, DK. And oh jeez. Dog. I- <laughs> almost DK, almost punched this man. Okay. And he was just like, he was like, uh, I can get you some ibuprofen if you want to. I was like, yeah, you should give me some ibuprofen like right now. Like it was, it was by far one of the worst pains I've had since I've been retired, DK. As far as like body stuff, I'm sorry, wrongism. Like, y- you, I ain't tell you about what happened with the finger, what came out of it, but like, whoo. I needed some, some some relief, DK. It was terrible, man. And I went and got some... Uh, I had to go to the ear doctor, too. Well, audiologist, uh, I'm getting those headphones uh, fitted for my ears and stuff. What are you talking about? You know the uh, earbuds that you put in? They're noise-canceling. You just put them in. They're molded to your ear. Uh, no. I ended up, yeah. Well, I got, I'm getting some of those too, man. So that I don't have to turn my headphones all the way up on the sideline. And when you do radio, you break these all the time. And I'm tired of breaking headphones, so I'm going that route. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, hey Vegas. This, hey, that's what you think. He said I'm too big to complain about your fan. No, bro. Your boy, it was in pain, man. I got broke down today, DK. I got broke down. Man,
0: this is looks like a Tom and Jerry pass job, <laughs> says Luke. It it does look kind of haggard.
1: <laughs> I well, he couldn't squeeze no more, or no more on my finger. I was, I would have broke. If let's say this, if I had to practice this week, I wouldn't practice because of this finger. Oh yeah, like,
0: because you'd be running the risk of, of of having
1: it hit and spread and infected some more. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't practice this week. Like y'all call me what you want to, soft. All those types of things. Until you feel this pain, DK, goodness. And I ain't got a clue where it came from.
0: Wow. So far, this is the worst episode ever of the Ramon Foster Show. Let's ring the bell and see if we can change that.
1: I ain't even going to show them (laughs) the bell today. They don't even deserve it, DK. I'm just going to hit it. You ready?
0: I see that. There's like no sympathy in here at all.
1: And maybe that's that's what I get for seeking sympathy and comfort. That's right. Just ding the bell here. No comfort.
0: We're off to that sizzling start. This is episode 400 of the Ramon Foster Show. That is a real thing. Whether you guys are going to be mean to Ramon today or not, and have no sympathy for his incredibly painful finger, that was more painful than facing Calais Campbell. Yeah. That was more painful than going up against Geno Atkins. Come on, DK. That was more painful than losing in Denver in the playoffs. It was the worst pain you've ever experienced of all time.
1: That's all I'm saying. That's it. We laugh through your pain. See, that's the problem right there. We're too good of friends on this show, DK. They laugh at you. Good friends laugh at you when you hurt, right? They laugh at you when you hurt.
0: Yes, that is something that happens certainly in the Steelers' environment, and it happens to this day. I was over at practice <laughs> today; it was a good vibe, Moan. A good vibe for this football team when it does into that. An opponent that's uh, you know probably seen by most people as beatable in the Green Bay Packers Sunday. Uh, that's not to say that the Steelers can take it for granted, but I'm going to start this show with some fun that I had. I asked Broderick Jones a question today. And I thought it was kind of a routine question. I said to him, uh, well, here, just listen to it. You'll hear, you'll hear the question oh, and everything. We go, yeah. All right? Here we go. Here it goes. Roger, coming off 166 yards rushing, how much does that do for this whole offense?
1: Uh, honestly, for me, I don't feel like that's good enough. Okay. You know, like, you I, like, I came from Georgia, you know, not to dwell on the past, but, you know, like, we were big on running the football. So, um, you know, I, I want to be 200-plus every time. Uh, that's just me. I know it's the NFL level, but you know, if we're gonna commit to the run game, we got to
0: do it all the way. Do you see his reaction at the end when he, his eyebrows? Cut? That's because my eyebrows went to the ceiling. <laughs> really? <laughs> and he was like, when he goes 200 plus, I went like mm-hmm. this, and he goes, "Hey, that's just me." Awesome. Uh, he expects excellence. He expects even more than 166 yards. And you know what, Moan? For him to answer it like that tells me that. He actually fought that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you, Evan. You follow me? Yeah. No, I, I told you this, DK. Didn't? we I ain't that I told you this, but we talked about, you know, his having that guy with that attitude, that mindset, right, DK? Mm-hmm. Like th- those are the things you are looking for. That's those are the things that's been lacking. I feel like with this, t- with this, this offensive front, the offensive side of the ball, right. That is a heavy ass to to, to lay out there, to throw out there, right, DK? Mm -hmm. But you also look at his positioning and kind of say to yourself, um, we got a new expectation. We got somebody that understands just running the ball ain't what we're about. We want to dominate you. We want to be able to close out games. Even if he don't understand how unrealistic that is in the NFL every week, this ain't college where you're not playing against 18-year-olds, okay, that are starting as a five-star freshman. Like these are dudes that understand how to break you down. But to shoot for that goal, DK, I'm here for. It. I'm with you, skunk. That is the attitude that we need. That is the attitude that has to be the standard inside of that room. And what's even better about that, DK? Mm-hmm. He answered that with a nonchalant, like, yeah, what else are we supposed to do? Or how else did you think I was
0: going to answer? Like, looking, look, looking at me like that was, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, did you think I was going to say 166? I'm going to throw a parade. Meanwhile, I'm thinking 166 is most definitely parade worthy, right? Based on precedence around here.
1: The last uh, few times. Yeah.
0: There has to be, Moan, some of that. You keep calling it dog. I don't feel anywhere near cool enough to say that.
1: Oh, you got to say dog, DK. Come I'm on, man.
0: So uncool,
1: I had a Mon. dog in you, DK. Man, you got that I, dog in you. If I do,
0: I still can't say it because I also got that nerd in me. Well, okay? <laughs> Remember Weird Al's Weird Al's video, uh, white, yeah. white and Nerdy? White and Nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. That's you.
1: I, I respect it. I respect yeah. it.
0: Yeah. After we're done, I'm going for my comic books across town, all right? <laughs> Weird Al wrote that about me. Uh, Broderick, June, Broderick Jones, Randy Wagner brings it up here, is going to start. He did confirm that. Yeah. Uh, and his, he he confirmed that he's been running with the ones. I, I shouldn't say he confirmed that he's going to start. He confirmed that he's been running with the ones. They've had two practices Wednesday and Thursday. He's starting. Yeah, okay. Chooks has been the backup. Now, where Broderick is concerned, uh, Mason Cole, you've also identified as a as a dog. Okay, no. you've identified him as someone. I shared that observation with him today. I told him about. Yeah, you know, I said Moan, but calling you calling you a dog on the show, and he goes. He goes, man. He was talking real good things about your experience with him last week. <laughs> and he said, I can't think of a of, of higher praise than for, for Ramon Foster to say that I could have played with those guys. Okay. Yeah, Meaning man. Marquise Pouncey and whatever in that mindset and everything else. Uh, he really actually he really responded quite well to it. It was <laughs> pretty neat, Yeah. But uh, he he said something similar to Jones. He's like, This is what this is what we ought to be doing. With the line that we have and with the running backs that we have, um, it's not just about Jalen Warren. It's not just about Najee Harris. And actually, truth be told, it's not just about the offensive line or the coordinator or the quarterback or anything. You guys will see, all of you, Sunday, what I'm talking about when you see Anthony McFarland and Calvin Austin get involved in this offense.
1: No, no doubt, man. Um, and I, I know you don't say stuff like that without there being some truth for something you may have seen on the practice field. Something DK, I may maybe, have. That you cannot talk about and Can we did not discuss. talk about. It. Never brought it up. Um, but one, uh, with, with Mason, man, Cole, that is, um hearing him respond to that DK is what you mm-hmm. want. Because sometimes where you at and how hard you work and the work that you're doing, you need some affirmation. You know what I'm saying? And if you told him that, man, and one, I I didn't expect that to get get out, but I'm glad it did because maybe that'll be him knowing that he belongs there, knowing that, look, people are actually watching you. Your your peers judge you in a sense of the performance that you do. And truthfully, that's all we really care about. I don't think Isaiah Malo talks a lot, but I love to see his performance speak loud, Like, right? The one thing we talk about, Broderick Jones, right there, Michael, right? He's a difference maker. We want to see that happen too, not just him look at DK and be like, we run the run for two hundred. Like the reality of it is, if you hit two hundred or close to two hundred every week, you got a real strong chance of winning ball games, DK, in the NFL and almost any level, right? Unless you find yourself uh, in an offense that's an air raid and they score within three seconds—that's not realistic.
0: How is my spirit dog a chihuahua? I don't even I get that.
1: that. I can see that. I can see that, DK. That <laughs>
0: doesn't, doesn't even make sense.
1: Yeah, I can see that, man. Uh, All right, guys.
0: Well, when we come back, we're going to get to the only segment that matters. And it it won't be in in the Chihuahua form, okay? It's going to be what he said, Mr. Cool over there.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. It'll be Hey Mom, DK.
0: Mm -hmm, It will.
1: At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans
0: to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts, check live box scores, track the latest stats, chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports, coverage that connects. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. We have some business to take care of here uh, on the back end. We've had people being pretty active.
1: They have, right. man. And
0: that's actually very, very cool. Uh, Antonio Jackson comes in with five gift memberships. Uh, that's very much appreciated. Very cool. It is. Uh, Roy does the same thing. Ryan Smith comes in with 10. And hardly ever to be outdone, Rochelle, Rochelle. comes in with another 50. Uh, that's appreciated on all fronts, in all ways. Maddox comes in with a question, says, hey, Mo, do you think the offensive line can turn the Steelers' offense around?
1: MCB, we saw them do it last year. Remember the last seven or last nine it was? They did, last nine. They, they did, and I hate that we got to be second half of the year type of guys, but it seems to be their MO. When it get a little warm and thicker outside, it seems like they show up and perform. It does, and not because I played OL, but I think if you ask almost any skilled person out now, DK with the emergence and importance of how folks talk about the offensive line, they'll tell you, I can't catch a ball if it's not for the O-line. I can't throw it if it's not for the O-line. It's funny how a group of dudes has who's a bunch of nobodies, right, DK, as far as the offensive as line? As far as
0: the public eye goes, The yeah. public
1: eye has kind of turned into a big conversation by everybody.
0: I like this from Vinny. He says, Moan, if you had to play defensive line for a game, how would you have done
1: Fair, I don't even want to go no further than that
0: interior line. Let's
1: you interior know, let's... defensive line. Fair, yeah. uh, I wanted that was my number one goal was to play D tackle in the league. I, didn't I mean, like that. I don't want to play O line. Absolutely not. I'm like the I'm like the public here. I want my name called, DK. <laughs> uh, just fair, man. Just because uh, people that play those spots are are magicians. They're specialists for a reason, Vinny. Like you can't just line up and go play that position the same way a safety can't just line up and play linebacker like there are press, There's precedence to, deal, you know, playing those roles. I think running back and linebacker may be the most similar positions with what they're do, the cues and how they read and their reaction and they stand up. I don't know one running back that potentially played linebacker like that. Think hmm. about it.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, you can see that at the high school level all the time, but not, not above that.
1: No, not above that, man. It's, it's rare.
0: Mm-hmm. Robert predicts that 77 won't hit the rookie wall. What rookie wall? He's just I, getting started.
1: Yeah, that's what I want to talk about. I actually had that one start or one of them start or something like that. Here's the thing about hitting the rookie wall. that That's the thing that's going to always be a conversation. It's a matter of him learning how to shut down the video game or going out or being on his phone to where you survive the rookie wall. Everybody hits some type of lull during the season, okay? Mm-hmm. It's a matter of the young fella. Realizing I gotta be a pro. Like I I love his attitude, but and he seems to be very mature. Ain't he just 20 or just turned 21? Yeah, he's
0: very young. Yeah, for i mean, for a draft pick, he's young. So he's got he's got everything ahead of him. Uh he's got all this 22, all this energy. Uh he's got when he's on the field, he's got that. What's he have in him, Moan?
1: He got that dog in him, DK. That's
0: why I can't do it. Did you hear that? (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah, what do, what do
0: you think? What has to happen to me for me to be able to do that? I got no chance here. Uh, Kane comes in and says, "Hey, Moan, how many snaps does Mark Robinson get Sunday?" I'm going to jump in that one because I had a good Go conversation ahead. with Mark today. Uh, he is. he's funny, and Moan, you've you've dealt with him. Okay, he's he's pretty straightforward. He's not. There's not a whole lot of frill to his personality. Uh, what when i said to him something to the effect of are you excited or you whatever he said honestly i've been ready for every game and i thought that was just the most perfect answer he wasn't about to say yes now i'm going to try hard okay <laughs> because he's been he's been intensely available for special teams and for everything that's been asked of him what little's been asked of him on the base defense he's going to get on the field okay now how many snaps you can take a guess
1: yeah, I don't even want to take a guess, but here's what I would have to tell Mark. Mark, now is your time to evolve. Like, he's the guy that went from running back to linebacker, okay? But this is where his growth has kind of taken time, too. Now, Mark, been able to watch some older guys in front of him, Cole Holcomb's out. It's your time now. Like, DK, he's almost at a point of he don't start to catch a wave with this middle group, with Elandon, and, and and with Quan. Yeah. he's gonna be a career special teamer. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. got a lot of talent, but Mark Robinson got to show that he can play in a style of defense and 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 put it on tape
0: that fits with twenty twenty three, which means yes, you need to be able to go back into coverage uh, of the three inside linebackers who started the season, who played the bulk of the season, Cole Holcomb and Landon Roberts, Quan Alexander, all three were tasked with dropping into coverage all three. There is not a specialist in the group, including Roberts, who even sees himself to a degree as a specialist since he's so good against the run.
1: No doubt, DK, I got one from Barks. It's pretty significant, man. A Barks go or Barks Z. Uh, hey, Mo, would it have been alumni weekend and a recent social media drama from GP? Do you see any old heads who are around this weekend pulling the young fella aside, giving advice? I'm sure it's already been there.
0: Yeah. I'd, watching him today and, and watching him in the, in, the, in the locker room, he's joking. He's talking with the guys. Yeah. And, and I know people don't see this. So I, I don't expect anybody to go, oh, yeah, yeah, we were absolutely privy to that information. But he, everything is just completely fine. Uh, locker rooms moan please share with the group locker rooms don't sit there and say do you see what so-and-so
1: did with his no. Instagram account <laughs> most people laugh it off whatever somebody's had an issue unless there's an arrest or somebody done something egregious like I'll be honest with you with the Le'Veon and um and Le'Garrette Blunt situation when they got caught remember that with a little smoke in the car yes legitimately they did. we were just like wow oh man And you know what happened they gonna play yeah, <laughs> that wasn't it. They're going to play. We're going to be able to have them this weekend. We'll we'll handle it like those type of problems handle themselves or somebody else is handling
0: them for you. But you're not sitting there. How should we punish so and so for the weed in the car? Oh, that's that's way above your pay grade.
1: It is. And Coach Tomlin always try to separate those types of things from the field because his main motto is this. If We talking about picking up towels around the facility and we talking about what guys doing in their free time and not talking football. We ain't winning no games. So with George Pickens, I guarantee that conversation does not even come up amongst players.
0: Ryan Lytle notes that uh, neither Landon Roberts nor Cam Hayward were on the practice report as participating today, precautionary days off. Uh, In Cam's case, he's got the whole veteran thing, and they're trying to sustain him and making sure that he has some time on, some time off. The least of anyone's worries is whether or not Cam is going to be available or make himself available for the game Sunday. Uh, the same is true of a Landon. I wouldn't sweat that one at all. But, Moan, if you can, share with people what the value is of, of the veteran days off, because not oh everybody's God. crazy about that.
1: Please. I love the veteran days, because when you got guys that can take vet days, that mean are significant roles for your team. That means I need you on Sunday. That's what that means. I saw a Landon's uh, injury report. His was a knee. He has a knee, which most older players do. At Landon's no... No, young guy.
0: He's, he, he's not a child.
1: And he's a bigger back, too. So, knee's going to always be an issue for big dudes. I don't care what position you play. Juju, a big wide receiver, right, DK? Yes. And he's time, right? So, he had mm-hmm. a partial day yesterday, off day today. Tomorrow, he'll be full go. Saturday is game. You need guys at this portion of the year to get you through to Sunday. I'll never forget Coach Munchak and his Hall of Fame career that he had. In his later years, he was like, I started practicing on Friday, and that was it. He said, "By the end of my career, I was only doing walkthroughs on Saturdays, and he still had a Hall of Fame career." I just like yeah, to think. throw that out there: that just because you see a guy with an LP, no <clears throat> practice, and then ready on Friday, is to get them to Sunday.
0: Yeah, there are guys who, for example, I'm definitely not in a position to name names, but you know, I watch the practices, and I can tell who's practicing more than somebody else, and they don't even necessarily show up as LPs uh, and so forth. There's just there's a management that goes into place, uh, you know, of player usage in practice settings. Uh, and that goes double and triple for, uh, you know, a, a Cam Hayward, a Patrick Peterson, yeah. Isaac Selmalo gets that days off. Uh, Marquise had him, uh, you know, Ben had, which day was it? He would Ben he had Wednesday, Wednesday and
1: Thursday, I think.
0: He was getting Wednesdays for sure. Uh, and then when things started getting really, you know, dark outside. Ben was Ben was, you know, going at it every day just to, I guess, to send some kind of signal here. Roy Roy Baldwin asks, hey, Moan, how dangerous is this Green Bay game with AFC divisional games coming up against the Browns and Bengals? Is that a real thing, Moan? Do you really overlook opponents? Do you really overlook your next opponent?
1: Coach, C won't allow you. The team, your, your it, competitor it just, spirit won't allow you. The, the, the oh. game on the schedule is the next one. And Green yeah. Bay is it, man. That's so, that's so coach speak. I just said that. Shut up, Mo. No. Oh, I know. <laughs> it really was.
0: But you know what? Not only does he do it, but he does it to a degree that as you're going around the locker room, if you ask a question of a player, as a reporter, if you ask a question of a player about some specific thing, they will come back with something. This is anybody, not just the offensive lineman. Right. Right. Uh, Something so specific about that week's opponent, and you'll go, Whoa, really? Like, you know that much about the Green Bay Packers, but yeah. that's that's the element to which it exists. It's ref- it's, it's, it's like Pavlovian. It, yep. you just all you hear is Green Bay Packers.
1: It is, that's all that real focus is. Like, the people who scout those teams, uh, no Michigan, uh, you know, scouting that's done in it, but the people that scout them. They're on to that. They worry about the next week. By Thursday, they already know what next week is because Monday it has to be ready to roll. But here's the thing. You can't look past Preston Smith, right, DK? You can't look past Kenny Clark. You can't look past Rashawn Gary. This group got his hands full, okay? And they got a quarterback that's out to go prove himself on alumni weekend. Y'all know how homecoming was. Most of everybody in this chat, DK, played sports of some sort. And when homecoming comes around, the opposing team wants to ruin it. Green Bay wants to ruin homecoming for the Steelers. Okay, that's two story franchises that know each other well, and you always want that dub.
0: Yeah, I, I wouldn't be intangibles and stuff. This is this is kind of oh, can I say it? It's, it's kind of like ahead. it's, it's kind of like talk radio stuff. The Steelers need to play good football. And they're not thinking about stuff like that. They don't think about who are the AFC North teams that they're facing next. The Steelers need Ws. It doesn't matter who they're against. They need a W against this team this week. If they get that, they're 6-3, and and they're in a really, really good spot. So as much as the Bengals and Browns, it feels more emotional, it feels more intense when you're in the moment, the outcome is the same or pretty much the same by beating them. You know,
1: yeah, and just to clarify, guys, I know I never looked, and my dudes I play with never looked to say, "Man, we got the Patriots on Monday night." Or, "Man, we never to- did
0: that." Like, I never heard, I
1: never hear that from anybody. You can never afford it if a team lost a game. That forward-looking stuff might just be lack of concentration in that game, or look at the penalties, or the lack of run game in games. I, I can't con- really contribute to a foreshadowing the next week.
0: Yeah, Evan says make winning habitual, and and that's a good point. But the way to make winning habitual is tied, really, I think, to a lot of what I've heard this week from the Steelers, which is let's just get better at football, okay? The offense and the defense are both still ranked in the bottom five in the NFL. Let's put it together. The offense is looking at how we can get better. You heard the answer that Broderick gave me earlier. Kenny – Pickett gave some similar answer yesterday in the group setting where he goes, we just see that we're nowhere near where we need to be. Right, right. Okay. It's not. It's not. <laughs> so no one's saying, yay, five and three, look at us. Can't wait till the the Browns get here or the, or the Bengals. Who cares?
1: You know, uh, just like-
0: they need to get better. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> Excuse me. I like this one right here from Matt. And we've answered it before, but I like the way you put it. He goes, hey, Mo, Tomlin says Broderick Jones is better at left than right tackle. So why doesn't he move Dan Moore to the right side and Jones to the left side? Why move two players when one, who's a rookie, can move to the right side and has played right too? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Broderick Jones has played right tackle in college. Dan Moore has never played left tackle in his—I mean, right tackle in his life. It's easy to plug and play, um, Broderick Jones because Chooks has got bench than it is to move both of them that just creates more problems when you do that type of movement right there
0: uh Joe asked what the status is on on Patryarmouth uh all I can tell you without you know taking it too far is first of all he's not playing Sunday okay uh, I don't get the impression that he's all that close okay because they don't there let are it certain, hill, it
1: sounds like you
0: gotta let it go. Okay, you you at some point you have to presume your team is five and three, and you're going to need Pat Friermuth in your biggest games down the stretch. Okay, and you don't need him three peating the injury. Okay, because no. that's what you're on now. Okay, uh, so I I get the impression in there. This is the best way I can phrase this that it, it, it's it's going to be a bit. Don't don't go looking you Know breathlessly at the inactives and say, Oh my god, uh, 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 Pat Fryermuth isn't playing, he, he's not going to play for a while.
1: And what okay. that also means, too, uh, he may be able to be out there because they hadn't put him on IR. Is he on IR? No,
0: I actually don't know the answer to that.
1: I don't think so. I'm about to look right now. I think DK. he is. I think he is. Pat Fryermuth, IR Someone will know right away. I got you. I got, yeah, he is on IR. Yeah, um. With, with that being 1700 members with that yeah, being yeah. said god just
0: excited over here
1: we, we don't know what pat was told from the doctor like DK In said this is the dances a, if this is the third time the doctors wow. may be like I don't know if we're gonna be able to shift this bone back <laughs> <laughs> he just offered up <laughs> dolly real quick <laughs> no, no, she
0: just she will dance 1712 <laughs> is is just awesome guys and yeah, the fact goodness. that we're over 1700 our goal was to get to 2000 by season's end and uh it it's 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 coming it really is here uh evan wants to know from you moan who's been the most impressive rookie in your opinion and why The out of this imp- rookie class that we were all very excited about
1: this rookie class joey porter junior hmm Joy Porter Jr. I don't think people understand what his coverage skills look like against DeAndre Hopkins. That was a uh that dude's that's a rookie p- clinic. He he potentially <laughs> yeah. got HOF on him as far as D-Hop go. I've seen him put people in the blender. And Joy Porter Jr. despite his penalties mm-hmm. at times and he's getting he's going to have a little bit of a reputation for that. Sure he is. Right? But the way he covered him on the sideline with such friggin' confidence just run beside him i was just like when i had that swagging you you remember you used to do the intro swag you or swagging you mm-hmm. he was a he was an underclassman in that it looked like i, I like what i'm seeing out of him
0: C is curious moan when you're talking about vet day's offer there are also vets still in the building meaning who are hurt helping out in some capacity or getting or are they getting treatment completely away from the facility
1: most guys stay in Pittsburgh because Coach T is always inviting when it comes to that stuff. Like, only dudes you have to worry about leaving is the ones that are from Florida or California or, you know, the West Coast. Most dudes stay in because that fear of missing out is always huge with athletes. Um, and you, you don't want to feel like, man, I'm, I'm counting myself out of a job if I'm not around. It's weird. Injured
0: guys act so differently. We're so guys. finicky. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, uh, t- today we're talking about Booth here. Booth was like going around saying hi to everybody. And, oh, yeah. The, okay, yeah, that's what we're talking about, okay? <laughs> and you're like, easy, dude. You're TE1 all the way, all right? It's it's
1: almost <laughs> – you almost need a psychiatrist to deal with injuries when you're out. You wow. do? I would almost suggest that they probably get an in-house like psychiatrist because dudes run – you run.
0: it's it's a real thing. I mean, I, you know, I'm always throwing ah. out those baseball comparisons. But you talk, you know, baseball teams do make sure that they have mental health professionals for the guys who have the Tommy John surgery. And they find out they're out for a year and a half having their elbows rehab. I asked Anthony McFarland today, Moan, just about the time that he missed, because remember, this was supposed to be his year. Yeah. And, and he said, honestly, I just had to I had to show up with a smile every day. I had to do it. You know, it was so disappointing, and everything else. He remember he's, I know. And then all, then one day, it's just like you got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. Not now.
1: Think about Calvin Austin. What did you say Calvin told you? Like last year, I spent all the time I could around this team. He he was engaged constantly. When I I hit the ground, I didn't want to act like it was a I was a rookie again. All that was is. I know I need to take a next step. And to yeah, me, I wanted not...
0: this to be year two, the Thank Mike you. Tomlin year two. He did Thank not want to be considered a rookie or treated like a rookie.
1: Man, it's that's a weird place to be at, DK. It really is being an injured player, dog. Now,
0: I'll tell you this I am not the only one excited about McFarland's return. His teammates are stoked for him. I'm going to be writing about this this weekend, <laughs> so I'm not going to go too far because it was a, the, the, point of a lot of my interviewing today Uh, but they can't wait to get him on the field okay and you know who else I talked to about this subject oh offensive linemen please explain if you can why it would be valuable to an offensive lineman to have runners who can go inside and outside
1: because it keeps the defense on balance and that's the thing about Ant is this. He can hit the edge, and hes he runs so violent at times that he can go up the middle too. But yes. all you need to know is I need a yard of win. If I can give a dude like him just a, a yard of just winning. This. That's what Dan he, Moore told me. Yep.
0: He said the same thing. Even. He said, if you came inside, he goes, I don't, if he, because he, I said something about him going to the edge, and, and Dan Moore went like this to me, uh-uh. He can
1: come inside me, too. Yep, yep, he can. Pause. He could definitely do that, DK, and bounce it outside if he needs to. As long as those guys understand who's in the backfield so they ain't holding nobody outside, absolutely. That is a weapon. Like when D. Will used to come in, or Meweldy Moore, or whoever else was behind him. Think about Buss and Fast Willie Parker. Like, that dynamic of Willie can go down and he can also hit the edge, that may also open up some stuff, DK, to where we might see them. Like those tackle pulls we've seen. Bigger runs because Ant gets going, boy, he is hard to stop.
0: Yeah, and that's – I mean, that goes back to his time at Maryland. That goes back to why he was drafted, the way he he ran for – I think it was 220-some yards against Ohio State. I mean, Maryland mm-hmm. against Ohio State. I don't know much college football, but I know that that's not the way that's supposed to go. And and he got it done. Yeah, he did. You know, Jay Smith wants to know if Montrevious Adams is in a boots or whatever. I don't know not doing that stuff Um, he he, he's not likely to play and that's too bad because you want to talk about somebody else who was just hitting their stride yeah am i right no
1: no doubt he's had he had about a three-game stretch of really good games mm -hmm. he really did Mm -hmm. the luke wants to know hey my ever get beat by a rookie uh yeah absolutely uh, in practice, man, uh, it happened one or two times. I was just like, the tempo wasn't what I needed it to be. Well, it wasn't where I, he outmatched my tempo that day. And I was just like, Oh, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? And you just do this. I had to turn it on <laughs> because I got embarrassed in practice. One thing is not going to happen. is mess up my practice feel. I need to feel good about yeah, what yeah, happens yeah. in the games because of what I did in practice. Uh, a rookie beating me during the game. I'm sure there's some tape out there, but I'll be honest with you, with the rookies, I used to undress them before the play got started, DK. I'd be like, look at your hands. And I'd be with my mouthpiece in, hey, I see your hands. Hey, young fella, I see him talking to you about where you're going to go. That type of stuff happened.
0: Rick asks a really good question here. Will all these fines affect Jalen Warren at all? I'm going to run that past you
1: first. Will they affect him? He's going to have to adjust. He has to. He going to have to. That's one thing about Jalen, because here's the thing. I don't. He ain't got no heavy dollar dude on that side of the ball that's willing to pay that fine, too. Like, if he had seven, you know, or there was a big dollar dude that really was effect, affected by the job that Jalen Warren did, Ben would potentially pay that. There's nobody on the offense to do that. So either he going to keep getting hit in the pocket or he going to figure out, hey, I better cut him or take my head out of it. I hate it for him.
0: You know, Jonathan asks here and this is this is a this is definitely something worth bringing up here. Hey Moan, after rewatching the Tennessee game, I was shocked by the mental blunders and lack of nuance in Allen Robinson's game. I expected him to be sharper. What's the reluctance uh, assuming there is any to put Calvin Austin out there for every three wide receiver set which is most of them of course
1: yeah um that may be a Matt Canada thing right there not knowing how to use him in those sets so maybe it's uh the down the distances I don't know maybe it's not a a position in where Calvin Austin's a big time blocker because of his size maybe he needs to just be able to craft up an offense for him to run him down the field to run off the DBs extra bodies out of there I'm with you I think Calvin Austin should be in those regular sets but it's clearly something that uh Allen robinson is doing to keep him on the field and it might not be pass block i mean uh pass catching it may be
0: blocking y'all it might it's stuff that nobody ever pays attention to except the coaches the coaches really really value Mm -hmm. it uh and there's also a reason by the way that you will still occasionally see miles boykin out there as part of the regular offense yeah Uh, i think i don't think anybody presumed he was ever going to be part of the offense because he's really good special teams guy but uh, um and he's gotten it done You know, uh, uh, so that stuff matters. It really does. Unfortunately, it can also advertise, you know, that you're going to run.
1: I see somebody uh, made the statement. My Sauce is really solid with this all the time. So said Mike T favors the vets. I don't know if that's the case on that one right there when it comes down to it. You look at your squad. You got a crap ton of young players playing for this team. Um, Young players have to also help themselves by getting on the field and knowing what they're doing and not hurting the team. I ain't going to say he favors older guys. I'll say this, young dudes need to go prove it. I think he learned a little bit from years past and just saying, yeah, this guy's going to play. I think one of the bigger blunders that this team has had is throwing Kendrick Green out there way too quick. I don't know if he was ready. I
0: don't. Yeah, I mean, he was here for a while. And and there's also such a thing as change of scenery. I mean, he was getting buried here.
1: Yeah, yeah, he you know, was. Meaning by the
0: public and and, and and everything here. Dwight points out that Jalen said he wasn't changing the way that yeah, that was in response to my question. But what he means when he says that is he's not gonna change being physical and trying to run people over. He didn't say, I'm gonna lower my helmet and go <laughs> at people. There's there's a there's a difference there. Uh when they change the rules or they change the guidelines for the rules, you moan, you have no choice, right?
1: You ain't got no choice, man. Get with it or they gonna they're going to continue to hit those pockets. He needs a second contract, man. Let's get on the right side of things. I will tell you this. Cut the hell out of them. <laughs> That's what I'm going to tell you, and don't miss. If they don't want you using your head, well, if you just so happen to cut somebody and it ends bad, well, you tell them you blame the league. That's how this thing works.
0: This is interesting from SCS, Bone. He he wants to know from you. He says, I'm pretty worried about teams starting to target Joey Porter Jr. in space because the tape on his tackling is atrocious. Is that a way that you can beat him? You can say, listen, we know what you can do. We also know what you can't do. So here's a little four yard pass right in front of you and see if you can bring the guy down.
1: I'll say this with his size and I'm sure everybody chirping at him at some point, that's what's going to flip. You can't just continue to be flagrant. If that's going to be his, if that's going to be his, uh, his, his gripe right there is he can't tackle. At some point in time, your teammates going to look at you and say, "Dog, you need to help us out." That to me is where that 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 team pressure where we speak about guys being fearful of not, you know, doing their job and letting their teammates down, that's where that's going to come into play. So if he is getting challenged, you know what you don't want to be? The candy uh-huh. bar. We had a meeting. We we had a term in that room. Please
0: let everyone know this. Hey, they haven't heard it before. It's offensively.
1: We had one every week. Who's the candy bar? Y'all know what the candy bar is. Everybody likes some sweets, right? I don't care what your favorite one is. Kick any one of them. The Mars brands, right? Hershey brands. Everybody wants a bite of the candy bar. You don't want to be the candy bar. So if you are, and you feel yourself, and you know it too, DK, don't you? You know that, man. Why is everybody looking at me? Moment. That's because you the candy bar. Ain't nobody trying to be the candy bar. Okay. So get better at it, or we're gonna put you up and say put him in space and see if he can tackle. I mean,
0: that, that's gonna happen. There's gonna it be is. a Baltimore or somebody that that's gonna that's gonna be able to identify that and capitalize on it. And really, there's no answer for that other than for him to become better and more eager, really, at tackling. Polly says, Hey Moan, do you feel the big difference? between Ben and Kenny is that Ben on the field was a gunslinger and didn't care, whereas Kenny seems to worry about doing what the coaches think. I see what he's saying there.
1: Uh, Yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't know if Kenny's worried about what they're doing. I think Kenny's trying to be a perfectionist and running this offense efficiently. I think he got a lot of people he feel like he got to feed where Ben didn't have to worry about feeding people. Oh, Hans Ward's been here. I got to give him the ball. Oh, guess what? I got a new guy that's a one-trick pony, Mike Wallace. Get him the ball ab you're real who's actually separated themselves to be that guy i think kenny's got a lot again look how new what's the turnover on this offense this year or the last two years
0: i mean about half about, yeah, most, most of that's on the offensive line but yeah that's actually where you wanted it
1: but that's a good <laughs> alan robinson's new oh calvin austin is still in the fold george pickens in year two like there's a lot of newness to it i think decision making is where kenny is ben had the Luxury of having guys be around him and be seasoned already. Mm-hmm. Kenny ain't in that spot. I know what you're saying, but Kenny ain't in the same spot as Ben was. Continuing
0: to take care of business, Swan comes in with a four zero zero contribution for four hundred shows. That's nice. very kind and thoughtful. James Lawson also congratulates on four hundred with a five dollar contribution. Uh, System Data Group comes in with a fifty dollar contribution and says. Uh, the rush put out good tape congrats on 400 let's go the young corners are shaping up waiting on corey trice you know since you brought up corey trice and thanks obviously for the contribution uh trice has been asked about by a a couple of people today which is kind of funny for a kid who hasn't seen the light of day here since you know going down in latrobe uh terrell austin brought up uh, trice's rehab and how he's doing and he said everything is on schedule, on pace. Uh, he's doing a lot of the the stuff that Ramon just described Calvin Austin doing <laughs> last season. Moan, uh, the kid is everywhere. He's visible. He's at his stall. Uh, he's with his teammates. He's out on the mm-hmm. practice field. He's obviously not practicing or anything close to it. But I, I see him in the same light right now and maybe even more engaged. He's, he's literally, Corey Trice is just everywhere. It's been very, very cool. Uh, and I like the fact, like you said, that the Steelers are allowing him to be that.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, let him understand he's a part of this team's future, not just, oh, well, seventh rounder got hurt. See ya
1: exactly no because they see that p word in him dk that potential man and, and i'll say this to the system data group man on both sides of it the rushing game if roger gets spot on and what he's saying about what their mentality is going to be i'm willing to book that they're going to do it you don't say that out loud unless you're willing to assume what's coming your way in those moments as far as the run game and the other cool thing about what's going on in pittsburgh is this dk mm. rush pass rush anytime you hear friggin' tj watt you hear alex highsmith That's by far one of the coolest things that's coming out of Western PA across all the NFL is T.J. Watt, Alex Hotsmith. They've become a doggone item, man. That's beautiful.
0: Our last question for the day goes to Brian, who says, is Darius Rush a guy who can help the secondary? He sure looked like it the other day. And I'll tell you what. Remember, they brought in Desmond King, and Desmond King never saw the light of day. They never took him out of the box. Okay. (laughs) It was dropped off. He was dropped off by Amazon and they just went like this and put it right back in the return pile. Okay. D- Darius Rush got onto the field. Darius Rush looks well, he should have had a pick. But Darius Rush looks like a guy who can who can uh, be something. Like I say all the time about the coaches, don't listen to what they say, watch what they do.
1: Yeah, facts, man. Uh guys making plays, man, becoming names. Good for him for coming in the way he did and putting his foot in the ground, DK. I love that type of stuff. Anybody that's going to put their hand in the pile? Coach T's always been about that.
0: Exactly. All right, guys. That'll uh that'll be it kind of for today. <laughs> <I> <laughs> kind love, of love. and uh, love how,
1: how we, we play be. it up.
0: And uh, we'll be right back after after this. Maybe. Maybe. Nice. Where did that come from? And don't say it was something I did with my hands. <laughs> for those of you uh, experiencing audio only, uh, the boss here has come up with glasses that look like four hundred.
1: They do those. I'm gonna raise episodes. them up a little bit.
0: If she wants. Yeah, she, we gotta line up with these gags of hers. You know what I mean? There's a lot of pressure. You can't. There. How's that?
1: There it is.
0: But see, this can be the thumbnail too. Which we didn't do with the uh, Mexican hats.
1: We did not do it with the sombreros, man. That's crazy.
0: Should have been the thumbnail. Wrong
1: salsa. It was embarrassing.
0: Oh, she she was embarrassed that she used the wrong salsa and somebody called her out on it.
1: Hey, darling, we can't worry about all that. Come on, man. Oh, I'm
0: striving for perfection. She's striving for perfection. Ryan Ryan Smith applauds the effort. Uh, In all seriousness, 400 episodes is. It's, it's 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 cool okay that's a
1: year full of episodes by day over a year full of episodes. yeah oh, yeah if we yeah. think about that
0: yeah i to make these line up here because if you go there
1: you go yeah come like on that. DK. what are you doing man take your other specs off and do the real specs that's on the screen then i, man. Then I won't
0: be able to see what the heck's going on
1: dk hey. we, we we always have to do we always have to do technology for you dk yeah. you know i i got it over here okay 400 thank you rb Thank you. SCS. Thank you, man. Vegas, I see your little joke still. My own finger needs a break. I see all no that. No
0: hands. No hands. No hands. Keep going.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Great 400 episode. Uh I Barks, I might work on the uh the gong. I, I like the bell. We gotta give that some use first. I might get a gong. Looks Brody
0: steps up and apologizing to my wife, exposing the fact that she showed something called Pico de gallo whatever that is instead of salsa whatever.
1: DK, I think you like to act like you don't know and I know you're a very so smart dude.
0: Oh, that's so false, <laughs> I'm so dumb with like everything other than the stuff that I have to know about.
1: Yeah. Like
0: a I'm a complete idiot Idiot's with like everything.
1: These are some goofs in here, DK. Oh my gosh, I love it!
0: All right, guys, let's uh, let's do one more tomorrow, in which we're going to look. You take a harder look at the Packers, some matchups, um, and of course Ramon's weekly prediction on what'll be a rapid fire Friday here. Yes, sir,
1: Ramon
0: Foster Show. All right, everybody.
1: Thank you, good people. Four hundred, and let's roll.